0: By the heart, one believes and is justified. And by our hearts, we're captured by movies, captured by art. Welcome to the By the Heart podcast, a podcast where we analyze our favorite movies and specifically talk about how every great story is full of gospel themes. I'm here with Sean Lally. Sean, what's up? What's going on? Um, Man, really excited about this new venture we've been thinking about it for a long time and uh Mm. covid 19 has given us a chance to (laughs) so much time get it done uh it's my thought and my belief that every great movie is full of gospel themes uh so expect us to talk about the godfather shawshank redemption harry potter harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban ratatouille terminator salvation (laughs) And much more. I don't know about that last one. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Uh, We're going to be analyzing our favorite movies. And we're just going to be talking about how the gospel permeates them. It's going to be great. The gospel means good news. And it is the good news that Jesus Christ sacrificed his life on behalf of the world. So that by faith, anyone who trusts in him as Lord will be saved. Now, there's nuance and subtlety to, to gospel thematic art, as most of us probably know it's it's really not cut and dry Um, and over the life of this pod we're gonna figure out different ways to talk about it and hopefully we'll touch on all the little nooks and crannies uh, that we can when it comes to gospel thematic movies i don't know why they call it nooks or crannies i don't know if i've ever seen a nook or a cranny but we're gonna go i have no idea we're gonna get to the nooks and the crannies So, with that being said, Sean and I are going to share our bona fides why we feel like we're qualified to talk about this, uh, talk about these movies in this way. One, we're both ministry majors. We both went to Liberty University and we both love movies. Like, Mm -hmm. movies are such a huge part of our lives. One time, I watched 26 movies in the movie theater over the span of three months no oh, movie pass was so good hey, if anybody out there had movie pass <laughs> you know what I'm talking about we went how many movies do you think we went to in that one year when, when you had just moved back 50 uh, I we went to a lot so many too many probably Thank you movie pass <laughs> one time in college this is not sponsored by movie pass <laughs> one time in college Sean and I watched all of the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> in a row. Um. Those are some of mine. Sean, what are your bona fides? My bona fides? Um, the first I can think of is just the fact that we went to Christian College and we had a curfew at midnight or 12.30 on the weekends. We got that extra half hour. It was great. Um, but we didn't party. We watched a lot of movies. I watched a lot of movies, at least. I didn't go out and enjoy the party scene. I went back to my dorm after going to the gym and watched a bunch of movies. Yeah, That's pretty much about it. And I love movies still to this day. I still watch way too many movies. Sean and I oftentimes will text each other and say, what are you doing? Nothing. Want to go to Canton and watch a movie? Yep. Yep, of course. We both are members of the Cinemark Movie Club, and uh, I eat entirely too much popcorn. Usually after we eat Chick-fil-A, which this pod is not sponsored by Chick-fil-A, but if it were, that would be awesome. (laughs) Chick-fil-A, what to do. Um, So this afternoon we were trying to escape coronavirus, uh, so we went into the woods, and I randomly... Uh, I randomly walked up to a a family, and I just was excited, and I said, off the top of your head, what's your favorite movie? Sean, what happened next? (laughs) The guy kind of freaked out. He didn't know what to say, but he definitely wanted to answer. (laughs) Yeah, he looked so excited. He wanted to answer, and he said, I can't, he panicked. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I want to say something like Tomb Raider, and I've never even seen Tomb Raider. (laughs) It was just a really funny moment of... uh, social interaction yeah Yeah. just like man this guy's been people they were were just walking in the park past these people and you don't usually get people asking you what your favorite movie is in the woods no but thankfully we did so yeah that was awesome we had a great time so today for episode one of by the heart podcast we will be analyzing the most recent oscar winner for best adapted screenplay jojo rabbit jojo rabbit already one of my all-time favorites such a good movie it was written and directed by taika waititi uh he has two uh two more movies that he's written and directed that are in my top probably top 100 movies of all time and that might so some of you that might seem like oh wow top 100 i've probably seen thousands of movies (laughs) it's it's not a joke um But, yeah, he's just a great, he's a brilliant writer and director from uh, New Zealand. So Jojo Rabbit, it's a comedy that actually turns into a drama. It's about a young boy whose name is Jojo who is a Nazi zealot who's in a, a Nazi youth program to become a Nazi one day during the end of World War II in Germany. And he finds out that his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. And just hilarity ensues and um, some great drama. So with that being said, we're just going to get right into it. We have five uh, categories that we're going to be talking about over um, the length of this podcast. And those five categories are, um, we're going to do a character study. We're going to look at some of the main characters and how um, they have gospel theme moments that define them. They're defining gospel theme moments. We're going to be talking about um, uh, the times where you can get up and pee during <laughs> during the time in the movie theater. This is uh, when you could just go and pee and not miss too much. Uh, we're going to have gospel quotes. These are quotes in the movie that remind us and point us back to a creator God who loves us. Um, and then we're going to have a Jimmy Valvano uh, category. Jimmy V is a famous basketball coach. He coached for NC State. Uh, In 1983, he took them to an improbable national championship, and uh, he actually died of cancer. And he has a really famous speech uh, where he says, every man and woman should laugh, think, and cry every single day. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about um, the moments that made us laugh, the moments that made us think, and the moments that made us cry. And then we're going to finish with, our by-the-heart category. This is the moment where, in the very beginning of the pod, I said that um, by our hearts, we're captured by art. And th- these are the defining moments for us that capture us, that make us want to watch this this movie over and over again. So let's just go right into our character study. These are our, the defining gospel theme moments. Um, we've got JoJo, who's played by Roman Griffin Davis. He's the main character. He's a little kid. We've got Rosie played by Scarlett Johansson. Uh, she plays jo- JoJo's mom. We have Captain Klesendorf, who is played by Sam Rockwell. Who's an, he, he's an Oscar-winning actor, mm-hmm. and in the movie he plays an award-winning captain. So good. Uh, who has to lead Little Kids, which is hilarious. And then Elsa, um, who is the Jewish girl, and she's played by Thomasin McKenzie. So let's start with JoJo. Uh, in this movie... You see Jojo as uh, a young German boy who is indoctrinated with the Nazi way. Um, it really shows what happens when you nurture a child a certain way. Uh, he's a zealot. He wants to be a Nazi. Um, he goes to Nazi youth camp. Uh, he has times where he said that if he finds a Jew, he'll, he'll kill it. He's not, he's not scared to kill a Jew. He's ready to kill a Jew. And there's this defining moment for him where he actually meets this Jewish girl that his mom is um, hiding in their attic. And they're having a conversation and he says to her, you're not a proper person. And I think it it shows that Jojo doesn't see her as human. And because he doesn't see her or Jews as human, he, even as a 10, 11-year-old boy, is ready to kill them because they're not human to him. The defining gospel theme moment for Jojo is when he actually realizes that Elsa is a human. Mm-hmm. The moment in the movie where Jojo realizes that Elsa is human, he goes from wanting to kill and attack her to actually defending her, fighting for her, giving her dignity, giving her worth, trying to make her laugh, uh, caring about her. Um, it's, really a, it's just a really beautiful scene uh, with Jojo there. Yeah, it's really beautifully written. I think the way that they do it is really beautiful, and um, you can see the change in JoJo's heart. You can see it on his face as as he starts to um, dive into man. This, this is I'm not sure what I think anymore. I'm not sure what I believe anymore. It's it's really cool to see that, and it's so well done by by Taika as a as a director. Yeah, I mean, and what makes it such a such a gospel defining moment is um, when we are changed by Jesus. Uh, We start to see others as human. I mean, that's God created every single human on earth in his image. And every human deserves love and dignity and respect because Mm -hmm. of their innate human uh, qualities that God has given them. And it's in this moment where we see Jojo realizing Elsa's human. So um, when you realize someone's human, they actually can go from your enemy to your friend. With that being said, we got Rosie, played by Scarlett Johansson. This is JoJo's mom. Um, She plays a really uh, interesting character. Her son is um, a Nazi zealot. (laughs) But what you come to find out is that she is kind of a freedom fighter for Mm -hmm. Germany. She hates the war effort. She's sheltering a Jew. Mm -hmm. Um, She's fighting for peace and... Um, I think her def- defining gospel moment. Well, one, it's she's sheltering a Jew. She's putting her life at risk for others, and she's fighting against evil, and it and it actually costs her her life. She she would do anything for peace and for love, and um, you see that throughout the film. Yeah, and you can see her. She's understandably like reasonable through some of it as she tries to um, have this. Household with with Jojo who is this nazi zealot kid. It would be odd in that time in that scenario in that country at that Point in time in history For a young kid like that to be something different to be completely different So she's trying to hide this lifestyle She's living as a freedom fighter and she's also trying to be reasonable to her son who's a nazi zealot So you can see her trying to be reasonable and it it's tough and it's not easy uh, but she plays it really well and you can see within her own head the dialogue she has the battle that she's fighting to try and try and figure it out as a mother as a single parent at this point because dad's not around. yeah yeah and it's it's such uh, deep gospel ideas because when Jesus uh, transforms you and there's so many stories of people who've been transformed by Jesus and it actually sends them they, they get sent joyfully for to their death. Fighting for, for freedom and for peace, um, mainly fighting for the love that Christ gives by sharing it to others. And um, yeah, when you're transformed by God in that way, you know, death isn't that scary anymore. I, and I think they do a great job of showing that um, she's not scared of death. She knows that it's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Captain Klez- <laughs> Klenzendorf, played by <laughs> Sam Rockwell. So, he's uh, yeah, really so good. I think this is the funniest character in the I movie. It's not even close. Um, Yorkie might be close, but he's he's, he's too fun. much of a side character. That's true. Sam Rockwell was way too good. He's so the best. good. Um, his defining gospel theme, he's, um, he's an award-winning captain who has to lead Nazi youth really until the end of the war. And um, all throughout the movie, he shows just a magnificent amount of mercy Mm -hmm. there's this scene where um some of the uh german police show up to jojo's house and jojo and elsa become friends at this at this point and uh, they go up into uh, her room and she's actually posing as jojo's sister so they ask her for papers and she hands over the paper to to captain clenzen klenzendorf and he asks her for her birthday and she says a date and he looks at her and then he gives her the um, the ID back and says that everything's A-OK. We find out just a few minutes later that she said the wrong birthday and he knew it and he let her go anyway. He was pretty sure that she was um, a smuggled Jew and he shows mercy to her. Uh, mercy that she, especially in that time, didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, from someone like some like pleasant cleansendorf is that his name i think it's cleansendorf captain cleansendorf probably not something in that time that you could get away with and so for him to to do that and if they were to find out later that that had happened that's his life i mean his life is over yeah and so he sticks up he um, we're going to talk about that later because that's one that was one of my favorite point scenes in the movie um but he he shows unbelievable bravery and heroic behavior Uh, that's such a good scene Mm -hmm. um Yeah, so the gospel theme there is that none of us deserve mercy. Um, We're all hopeless and wretched, pitiful, blind, poor. Um, Our souls are desperate without God, and without God's mercy, they would remain there. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's by His mercy that He sent His Son to die for us so that we can have life abundantly And um, I just I think it's cool how even in funny movies like this, um, (laughs) a German captain can um, show this picture of beautiful sacrificial love. Uh, With that being said, we've got Elsa. This is our last character study. Elsa, who is the Jew, who's being um, harbored by um, Jojo's mother. And Jojo eventually, and I think her defining gospel theme um, is it's simply that she's hopeless and she actually can't save herself. She's a Jew in Nazi Germany, and if she's not hidden or given some sort of um, safety, she will be killed. Mm-hmm. And that's the most gospel theme moment of this movie to me. That we are desperate without Christ we cannot save ourselves we absolutely need a savior yep we are absolutely hopeless without a savior and Jesus comes in and is our savior and that's the that's the same for every person out there Christian or not Uh, your your own history and your own actions will show you that you can't be your own savior it's not possible I think we would probably all agree that most of our life decisions is a great example of that. That we cannot do it on our own. We cannot save ourselves. Mm -hmm. So our next category is gonna be time to pee. This is the moment in the movie when you know I've gotta pee at some point. I probably had a little too much diet soda. I should probably get up and go pee. My scene for that is the scene where Sam Rockwell and um, I can't remember the other character that he's always with. Um, But they're at the pool and there's little German, uh, they're not little, they're like teenage Nazi soldiers and they're learning how to fight in the pools. (laughs) And so they're just jumping in and fighting in the pools and there's a quick little funny moment there where uh, Taika is, as Hitler, is in the pool swimming with his gun in his swim trunks, swimming around the boys. But anyway, you're not really missing a whole lot there. There's just some um, unnecessary redundant things that are talked about. You're not going to miss anything special. And if you need to take a bathroom break, that's probably like a perfect amount of time of a scene to go and take a trip to the bathroom. I don't know. Al, what do you think is, what's yours? Uh, Honestly, my time to go pee would be the first eight minutes of the movie. The first eight minutes, the the first, (laughs) the first eight minutes of the movie are so good. What? Uh, I mean, they might be, but I don't know why. Like I remember vividly Remember in the theater. I was like, is this going to be a good movie? No, dude. They're setting up like Tyke as, as Hitler and like JoJo's trying to suck himself up to go to this Nazi youth camp. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's, Everything else is great for me. It's oh, not like it wasn't man. bad. Like, there, I really don't think there's a bad scene in this movie. I yeah. think the entire movie's great. It is an amazing movie. The I thing know. about this one too, and with this category, is this is not a super long movie. So maybe the answer is you shouldn't go pee. That might be the answer. I'm going to don't go pee. No, That's my answer. Don't go pee. Don't go pee. That's a better answer. I agree. By the Heart podcast is sponsored by nobody. And uh, so we're just doing this on our own time. Because it's fun. And why not do this? And we love movies. So if you want to sponsor us, uh, hit us up. Venmo. Let us know. We'll do it. We'll we'll put your company name or just your name if you just personally want to sponsor us we'll put it somewhere if your first and last name whoever you are out there wants to sponsor us i will start every podcast with your name i'll make your name maybe my facebook profile picture how's that that's that's a pretty good deal i'd have to log on there it's free advertising (laughs) category three of the by the heart podcast um gospel quotes these are the the quotes in the movies In the movie that um, just are gospel themed. The ones that remind us of God or even evil because evil is uh, sort of a gospel theme. So um, I've only got two. Sean, how many do you have? I've got one. All right. Well, why don't we just, uh, I'll do one, you do one, I'll do one. How's that sound? Yeah, I like that. Sounds good. All right, cool. So um, both of my quotes come from Rosie, which is JoJo's mother. Um, Mine comes from Rosie too. All of our gospel-themed quotes come from JoJo's mom. I guarantee that if you watch this movie, you're going to find more gospel-themed quotes than this. Absolutely. There are many of them. We had to narrow it down, and she was just killing it. Yep. So my first quote is, love is the strongest thing in the world. And I, I was just taken aback by that because... Um, there's just so much truth to that. Love is the strongest thing in the world. And it was love that compelled Jesus to go to the cross to die for, for all of humanity. Jesus uh, did it out of love. I think of uh, 1 John where we learn that God is love. Everything that God does is loving. And so every good thing that comes from God, every good gift that we have is from God, and every good gift that we have from God is. Um, is out of love, and I just think that's so true. Yeah, amen. yeah, absolutely. I think also we react because of love or the lack of love. So I think yeah, if that's you so think good. if you think about that um, in the depths of it, uh, we yeah that quote is spot on. I think Rosie really hit it off there. That's really really good writing. Sean, what's your quote? Um, my quote also from Rosie. There's a scene where she and JoJo are are at the dinner table and they're having a conversation. There's more to that. And and we'll hit on a little bit more here in the next section. But Rosie says, life is a gift. We must celebrate it. We have to dance to show God we are grateful to be alive. And the scene goes on a little bit more in JoJo's Posture on dancing isn't, isn't great. He actually continues and says, well, I won't dance. Dancing is for people who don't have a job. And it's a really <laughs> funny scene. It's a great reaction. And then Rosie responds again, dancing is for people who are free. And I think really when you're truly focused on Christ and you understand the depth of his saving grace and his mercy, um, that it no longer is up to, to you and your agenda or your goals that you set, uh, whatever maybe ha- you, you may have in front of you when it's no longer up to you to satisfy your soul, it's the most freeing feeling that you could possibly feel because it's Jesus taking all of that burden for you. And I think that's the big one. Yeah, I just think of when, uh, when I feel the most free in Christ, I, I'm almost not ashamed to do anything that's yep. like fun and free, like dancing or singing or being just goofy. Yeah, because you're not worried about the other people around you. You're you're so overwhelmed by the fact that Christ loves you and takes that burden from you. You don't have to worry about it anymore. You feel free. And so life is a gift. We must celebrate it. We have to dance to show God we are grateful to be alive. And dancing is for people who are free. And I can't think of anything else the most free I've ever felt in my life is when I felt completely dependent and faithful in Jesus. Mm, that's so good. Uh, and then my last gospel quote is... Uh, Rosie, again, she says, trust without fear. That's what it means to be a woman. And um, I think that is so true. Whenever you are free in Christ, um, you can trust without fear. Um, You trust him as good and as um, a God who will get you through the worst of times. And the part that makes it even more, Uh, more gospel central is that trusting without fear is not possible by ourselves. It's only possible by trusting Christ. And uh, it's because we're trusting the creator of the world. And, yeah, that's that's something that I pray that I can live like, being able to trust without fear. Yeah, I think as we as a young adult group at church, we've gone through the gospel of Mark this past year. And I've talked about it about, I think, at least – Five out of the last seven small groups or young adult groups that we've had, that if you look back at the gospel, Jesus is constantly pointing the disciples to live faithfully and trust Him completely in everything. And it's been a huge challenge to me personally, but you see that so often. And I think that quote is perfect. It's right in line with what the gospel's message is. That's great. Um, yeah, go watch JoJo Rabbit. You'll pick up a lot more quotes than we have. Mm hmm. Um, so now we have the Jimmy V categories. Jimmy V moments. Jimmy V moments. These are the moments that make us laugh, think, and cry. And we're just going to go in that order. Um, so some of the funniest moments for me, I've got um, throughout the movie, they make a mockery of Hal Hitler. Hal, Hale, Hal, Hal, Hal. Hal, Hal Hitler. Hal Hitler. I, yeah. Can you say it without the accent? Hal Hitler, I don't know. I don't, know. Think, I don't think you sound can. Sound. The just very sound beginning sound. of the movie, which I said you could go to the bathroom during this time, uh, the fake Hitler <laughs> says, "just Just say it like you're throwing it away." Hal Hitler, uh, it's just so funny that they they do a great job of literally just making fun of Hal Hitler. Yes, there's yeah. a there's a scene where the German police show up and uh, to Jojo's house. I think we talked about it a little bit earlier and. There's like five Hal Hitlers back and forth in a row, and then they meet another guy, and they do five Hal <laughs> Hitlers back and forth, and then they meet JoJo's quote-unquote sister, and she Hal Hitlers all of them, and they Hal Hitler JoJo. It's just like maybe two minutes of Hal Hitlers. Yeah, it's only, there's JoJo, there's Sam Rockwell, there's the other one, the guy that's with Sam Rockwell, and Elsa, all of that. Hal Hitler's just in a row. So funny. It's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, that's just one of mine. Um, I also would say another funny moment for me is all of Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell is unbelievable. He was my laugh moment of the movie. He was your laugh moment, just yeah, just I mean, Sam Rockwell. Him, him, Definitely him throughout the entire movie. There was one scene that I can go back and I could probably rewatch 50 times. I'll probably rewatch this movie 50 times. Not really, but I've watched it I think three or four times now. And at this moment, every time in the movie cracks me up. You want me to just go with it? Yeah. yeah. It? Oh, I love Sam Rockwell specifically. I want to throw that out there because he has an unbelievable ability to with his delivery. And it seemed like Taika wrote this role specifically for Rockwell, like his disdain, sarcasm, sarcastic delivery. And we get a great opening with him as Captain Klenzendorf. I looked it up. I looked up his line in this movie. It's so good. When he's speaking at the Nazi youth camp, kind of in the beginning of the movie, uh, the reason he's not leading men in war anymore. And the, the quote is I've asked myself every day since Operation Screw Up, where I lost a perfectly good eye in a totally preventable enemy attack. And according to my superiors, you need two eyes to be a meaningful part of the war effort. Can two-eyed people do this? <laughs> to which he starts shooting his rifle and his handgun at random targets to <laughs> lots of applause from the Nazi youth campers, which is so funny. Uh, They're so cool. impressed, and he's so mad that he's not in the war anymore <laughs> because of one eye, and he can still shoot everything. Uh, it's so it's good. It's so funny. Oh, uh, man. That, I, don't, I didn't have that written down, but I, Sam Rockwell as a whole, I mean... He's unbelievable. So I mean. good. And then, for me, Roman Griffin Davis, the guy who plays JoJo, man, I, it's... His the way that he physically acts is just so funny because he's put in this existential crisis where he's a he's a Nazi zealot and then he has a relationship with a Jew and uh, (laughs) like you can tell that he's just a little boy about it. He's sad. And he's happy. It's just, it's funny. Everything he does is funny. Yeah, he's incredible. There's that one scene where he comes in and he sits down on the chair and he's really mad. He just slumps. I don't even remember what it's about specifically, but he slumps in the entire conversation he has with Elsa. its His body language is so good. So I think maybe the funniest thing that he does to me is that he finds out that Elsa has a fiancé. And so throughout <laughs> the movie, he writes letters to Elsa as Nathan. And... Uh, the first letter that he writes, he breaks up with her. And then she, like, goes and cries. And then he immediately he writes another letter. And he said, hey, I found this n- other letter from Nathan. <laughs> so obvious that he's writing like he's written these yeah. And point. he says something like, uh, "Something along the lines of, I don't want to break up with you anymore. And, by the way, that kid who's taking care of you, he's really great. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's super funny. Yeah. It makes me laugh really I, hard. I love JoJo on this. So what about Think? Uh, um... What are your what are your, what are the moments that made you think? Think moments. I had one specifically that made me think. It's actually this it's the howl Hitler scene. I think there's great comedy in that. I think it's really funny, but the that moment where the German Gestapo show up to Jojo's home while his mother's out to check uh, they come in and they check the house for Jews. And during the scene, all all six members of the Gestapo, or five or six, whatever it is, they all stop to say, howl Hitler, you know, to everybody else. So there's just minutes of howl Hitler. Um, so it is funny, but you kind of see just the standard. Like, this is just the standard green for all of the other four characters in, in in the movie. And it's it's kind of thought-provoking in that way, where it's like, man, this was just normal. But we've read about this in history books now with, you know, Considering when that wasn't history, we, we just read about this, like this was terrible. These were, people were horrible. They did horrible things and we're watching it on screen as a normal thing. But um, it's, a thought provo- it's thought provoking to me because while it's written as a funny scene, you see the depth of humanity starting with the fear of jo- in Jojo and Elsa. They're terrified because they know what might happen, what the implication is here. Mm-hmm. And then you can shift also to uh, the wickedness of the law enforcers, the Gestapo. Uh, led by Captain Deertz, played by Steven Merchant. Um, they're just walking around as if this is a normal everyday thing, and it's absolutely wicked what these people were doing, and this happened in real life. Um, and then finally, the, the heroic bravery of Captain Clemsendorf by Sam Rockwell, and then the guys with him, Finkel, played by Alfie Allen. Um, the heroicism there, the bravery to lie about her, her age, her birthday. To go with that, because that's going to be his life if it, if they end up looking at it, um, and also Captain Deertz is saying, he's saying mean things about Jews and and whatnot, and it's pushed off as no big deal. And as an audience member, I remember sitting there. I remember sitting. We went and watched it. I remember sitting there with you and thinking to myself. And I think we looked at each other throughout the movie, but this scene too. And I was a bit uncomfortable, like am I supposed to feel uncomfortable or should I laugh? I don't really know. And that's a moment where I was like, man, I, that really made me think and, and realize the depth of humanity. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. But <laughs> it's just so funny. It's definitely a funny scene. There's okay. no doubt about that. No, that's great. That's great. Uh, mine is Rosie and Elsa, their relationship, uh, Jojo's mom. And then this Jewish girl that there's a few scenes where they hang out in the, in this hideout and they just have deep conversation it made me think because I thought, what would I, what would I do? And I mean, I'd like to say that I would harbor a Jew yeah. and I would show great love. But, I mean, it's, it results in death. Yeah. And I just think about there's lots of decisions I can make over my life that they might not be life or death, but they're hard decisions. And will I choose the correct decision? Will I choose the ethic, ethically uh, Christocentric decision or will i choose the selfish one i don't know yeah i hope i won't but those scenes are all really good Those are good picks um and then the last one is cry what makes you cry and i think we both agree with this one right um yeah jojo is walking oh uh he's he's putting up posters he's putting up propaganda and he looks to his right and um he sees that his mom has been hung by the neck yeah and if you follow the movie um, you can see it's it's her shoes that he recognizes initially and they've throughout the entire movie they have shown you her shoes there's a few scenes where rosie has to tie jojo's shoes because he's hurt and he's still healing and then you see another scene when they're walking through the park and jojo's about to take the bike from his mom and, and jokingly ride away but before he does you see her tapping her shoes as she's dancing and you can't see her but you can see her legs and you can see her shoes. And these white leather shoes with a little bit of red on them, you can see. And so you see JoJo walk up next to her. and You see her shoes. And as an audience member, you just you can just feel it. It, it hurts. Like you she's realize a fighter. B- You realize before you see her face that it's her. Yeah. And, you're and like, he doesn't recognize. He doesn't know yet. He, ha- he can't see it yet. Yeah. He walks right by her. And then her shoes are in his face. And yeah, he's, he's like, oh no. And my mom's just been hung yeah yeah that that's that's a hard that's an absolute i didn't cry moment actually the last movie this is a this is an off-the-cuff question the last movie i cried in was little women i still haven't seen it yet have you ever cried in a movie yeah absolutely first one you can think of off top of your head only the brave oh miles teller oh josh brolin I'll, I'll cry every time I watch that movie. We saw that in a terrible movie theater, and we don't want to throw any movie theaters under the bus, but we saw that in a terrible movie theater, and it still was sad. You did? I didn't so, watch that with you. I watched it by myself. Oh, I saw it in a terrible movie theater, and you... Oh, I took a friend, <laughs> and uh, they were not happy I took them because they were <laughs> crying the whole time. I watched that with, some, with a friend recently because it was on TV. Was that the first time you saw it? On TV or in the theater? Ever. Oh, I had seen it. In the theater, oh. I had saw it. Okay. I would seen it, and I cried. I'm not ashamed. If you watch that movie and you don't cry, I would actually say you should feel a little bit ashamed. This Sorry. movie is not sponsored by Only the Brave. <laughs> Maybe we'll do Only the Brave next. I don't know. I don't know. Or Termin- Terminator Salvation. Ooh, Christian Bale. <laughs> There's no chance I'm doing Terminator Salvation. I don't want to do it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this brings us to our last category. This oh, is... I didn't do my cry yet. Oh. I oh, I, well, I agree with you. That's a great cry. But Wait, my... you have your own cry? I have my own cry. What's your cry? My cry is at the end of the movie when Sam Rockwell gives up his life for Jojo because Jojo is getting sent to the line confused as a potential Nazi soldier and and Sam realizes it, Captain Klenzendorf. So what he does is he takes off his German jacket while the American troops aren't looking and he pushes him away and tells him to get away. And Jojo's confused because he doesn't know why he's treating him like this and he wants to be with him. But he realizes Jojo's going to die if he stays in this line. And so you don't really exactly realize what's going on, but you're pretty sure it's going to happen. And as JoJo goes beyond and he gets kicked out and is forced to go home, you can hear the gunshots go off and Sam Rockwell gives up his life for him. You just see... You can see, Klensendorf just sees the innocence and the purity and the opportunity for a way of life that's contrary to the Nazi way, which, which Klensendorf realizes is, is not correct. So it's, that's, that's such a hard scene to watch. That definitely will strum your heartstrings. Definitely. All right, moving on. So this is our last category. It's our by the heart category. We said that, you know, by the heart one is justified, uh, and believes and is saved. And this is from Romans chapter ten, and that is that it is it's by a heart transformation that you're saved. You're you can give all the the speech you want to your salvation, but if you're not transformed by your heart, um, it's not real. And that's the same with being captured by art. We're captured by art through our heart and through our emotions. It's the things that um, capture us in a way that we can't even explain. And so these are just some of our favorite moments in the movie. Um, And uh, I've got two. I don't know how many do you have, Sean? I've got two. uh, Maybe one and a half, but two probably. All right, we'll do the same format. Me, you, me. Um, So there's a scene where Jojo (laughs) realizes that Elsa's living in their home, and he hasn't revealed to his mom that he knows. And so he's really angry at her. They're sitting at dinner, and he's just like, where's my dad? He would never put up with this stuff. He's fighting for the Nazis, da 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 da, da. And uh, Rosie, played by Scarlett Johansson, this is I, – I thought this was an Oscar-type uh, moment. She, she says, you want your father? Fine. She goes over to the fireplace, and she takes ash, and she wipes it on her face, makes it a beard, and just plays both parents. Plays the mom and the dad. And, um, man, this is just huge. JoJo softens when she does that. He ends up dancing with her. A kid whose dad is missing slash in the war, and a mom who's doing all that she can to love him graciously. Um, it results in, in JoJo realizing, man, my mother is... Really great, and it just it just hit me, and so that was the that was the moment in the movie movie for me in the theater where it went from this is a good movie to wow, this is an incredible movie. Yeah, yeah, that was really well done. Also, I think the father wasn't in the war. Well, he, I thought they were alluding to the fact that maybe he was a freedom fighter. Well, he deserted. That's why I said oh, he deserted like, to what, be a freedom fighter. I think yeah. that's what they yeah, meant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. I yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah. There was something along that. They didn't give you a whole lot of information. No. Nah. Kind of left to, to conclude on your own. What's yours? Mine? Mine is, I think, the best one and I think this is the best scene in the movie. Wait. You want to go last and just end with that? Cause I, yeah, good. let's do that. Okay. All right. I'll, well, I'll do my second one. Okay. There go. So my second one is Every scene in the movie with Jojo and Yorkie. Yorkie is his little friend who's got glasses and is such a good little character. He's super British. <laughs> super British. Yeah. like he's not German. He's not at German all. at all. They don't even try and hide it. He's perfect for it. It's so good. Um, but the writing for their dialogue is—it's beautiful because it's first and foremost hilarious. But also, it brings to light their lack of understanding for why they're fighting the war. They're they're like, they're starting to recognize that Jojo and Yorkie, like, why are we doing this? Does not make any sense? And you can see, they begin to realize throughout the movie that Jews are not monsters. They're people. Mm -hmm. And you can start to see it, but really more than anything, uh, the, the scenes with Jojo and Yorkie are absolutely hilarious. That's great. And then I, my other one is Jojo and Elsa, their relationship where Jojo writes all these letters to Elsa from fake Nathan. And, um, it's just so endearing it's so loving it's human it's joe it's the moment where jojo sees her as human and he uh he actually kind of falls in love with her i think he says here's the thing i love you (laughs) 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 after just yeah an hour of not loving her it's man i just that's those types of moments that grip my heart yeah i agree all right. This is the last, last one. This is the agree. moment. This is yeah. a great moment. Go, the movie. It's the end of the movie. It's the way that Jojo and Elsa finish the movie by dancing. They are walking outside to realize that she's free and she's starting to recognize that Jojo had just previously lied to her about, <laughs> uh, what happened with the end of the war. So he could keep her there cause he didn't want her to leave. Cause she, he knew she was free and she walks out and after slapping him, um, I think she slaps him, right? Yeah. Yeah. She slaps him. Um, they just kind of look at each other and then Heroes by David Bowie, which is a classic, starts playing and they just start dancing. And you can see it. Um, JoJo, if you remember earlier, that was my, my favorite quote, gospel theme quote about freedom. His his posture at the time was, was that he did not want to dance because he was hard-hearted and now his heart has changed. And he begins dancing with Elsa. And it's a really relaxed like kind of goofy light-hearted dancing that just when i was in the theater watching i actually it in the theater twice i just wanted to stand up and i felt so light-hearted i wanted to dance with them in the theater and it's just cool because they no longer have to hide who they are or who they're not um or who, who they are they no longer have to be someone that someone else is telling them to be but they're finally free just to be themselves yeah if we get a few suds in you you might you might have danced with them <laughs> Maybe. I've seen Maybe. It once or twice before <laughs> uh, So with that being said This is the By the Heart Podcast I just want to finish by saying uh, Jesus is Lord and God is a creative God He loves creating And he loves creatives He loves art And uh, every good piece of art that's ever been made uh, Is because he's allowed it And every good piece of art that's ever been made Points directly back to the creator God um, So yeah um, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, send it to one of your friends, post it on MySpace. Um, and uh yeah, that's the only thing we want you to post it to, MySpace only. Yeah, hopefully Tom gets a hold of that. Yeah. That won't we'll really blow up. Send it to Tom. Yeah. See you guys nice. later.